0: Aloha and mahalo for joining me. I'm Janine and welcome to the Call to Create podcast. I'm excited that you're here because I want to talk about creating your life and, you know, what are you called to create? All of you wonderful people who are listening, I want you to think about what you are called to create and that's the name of my podcast. This is called the Call to Create podcast. Because I know that everyone is called to create something in their life, in this world. And you are given this amazing ability to create. And I want you folks to think about that. Because God gave us the ability to create. And I want you folks to use that ability. Because it is a gift. Let me just tell you, it's a gift. And I wanted to talk about becoming a better version of yourself. And, you know, that involves creating and that involves a lot of things. But, you know, because it's December of 2021, like I have no idea how it got to be December already. I feel like it should still be the summer because there's just so many things I want to do. And I feel like, okay, why is it December? But let's get back to thinking about becoming a better version of yourself, And, you know, of course, it's a good time to think about becoming a better version of yourself at the end of the year, because this is the time where everyone is talking about making goals for the new year or making resolutions or different things that they want to do. Or people are thinking about all these different things that they want to accomplish or goals But, you know, just the word or just thinking about becoming a better version of yourself, like, oh, it is so hard to become a better version of yourself, don't you think? Sometimes I think about that, like I have days where it's a struggle and I'm human and I'm going to have those days and I know it's true for everyone. Not everyone is going to wake up going, oh yeah, I'm so excited to become a better version of myself. It's just, that's just not reality. You know, we have up and down days and some days and weeks are better than others. And life is like that. It has to be like that because we're not perfect. We're humans and we have to have this human experience. So think about this. In order to become a better version of yourself, Don't you have to let go of things that aren't working for you, but you still hold on to it like it's your life vest. Like you can't let go of this because, you know, that's the only thing that's going to save me. Think about that. Like I feel like there is a couple of things in my life that I'm just having a hard time letting go of. Like, I feel like that's my life vest. If I let go of it, I'm going to drown or I'm going to die. And I'm not very dramatic, but I feel dramatic in the moment. But, you know, the word change is one of those words that puts people in this state of resistance and it just makes people so uncomfortable. And if you have ever felt like that, you know what I mean? Like when you hear that word change, you're like, oh, what? But okay, so let's get real for a moment. We know change is hard. So why not look at it from a different perspective? Because the way we're looking at it is like not working. And we're thinking change is hard. And this is so good for me that I'm talking about it with you too, because there are things that are easy for me to change and work on. But then there are a couple of things that I really struggle with. And You know, I've just realized that I've had to come from it from a different perspective. And like, let me give you an example. Of course, I always mention that I talk about things that I've done and gone through. You know, you can't teach something that you don't know anything about. So, you know, I grew up in a family where sarcasm was just a thing. You know, everybody, every family has their thing that they experience and deal with in their family unit well, just so happened that my family, mom, stepfather, siblings, we all struggled with sarcasm. And I don't remember how old I was before I realized that it was a thing. And I don't know who started this sarcasm thing. Now, just to give you a little background, a little context on my family unit is that my family, mom, siblings, stepdad, Now, I never really considered him my stepdad because I was four when my mom married him. And because my biological father wasn't involved in my life, he adopted me and my older brother. And, you know, we took on his name and all of that. So he treated us very well. But these people, him and my mom and my siblings, were all really intellectually smart. They're just really, really smart. They had this big vocabulary, or they do, they have these big vocabularies, you know, they did really well in school, and I'm completely opposite. I hated school, I didn't do well in school, you know, I didn't really have a big vocabulary until I got way, way older, but even then. So I think it was because they knew they were smart, that they would just talk to each other very sarcastically and then I noticed when I became an adult how sometimes they would talk to other people like that and I thought okay something's not right why are they so sarcastic and you know what was scary is that I didn't really realize until I got older in adulthood that I talked really sarcastic to my family and my husband and you know just my immediate family. It was it was really rare that I talked to other people like that because I just love being around other people and talking to them and getting to know them. So it really wasn't a problem outside of my family. But then I realized that this sarcasm was creating a lot more problems in my marriage and in my family. And you know my husband used to get mad when I used to talk sarcastic and you know, I never really realized how much of a problem it created. But, you know, when you do it so often from when you're young, like I knew I did it in high school, but I, did, I don't know how much earlier I did it. But, you know, when you grow up in a family environment like that, it's like it becomes your identity and it becomes who you are and something that you do and it's just natural because everyone else is doing it. And that's what scared me is when I got into my 30s and my 40s it really scared me because it was creating a lot of conflict and and I thought you know that day came where I realized like I needed to change this I needed to let it go and it was so so hard because I'm just one of those where I open my mouth and things just come out sometimes I don't think about what I'm saying and the way I'm saying it and just the sarcasm just would come out and it really scared me when I realized like things were getting really bad in my family and my marriage where this sarcasm was just a big big problem it created a lot of conflict and a lot of arguments and a lot of fighting and and just a lot of unhappiness But I couldn't figure out how to change. How do I let go of this sarcasm that I've had probably for 30 years at that point that I knew of, you know, I just thought, oh, my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to do because I just felt like that's just what I do and who I am, even though I knew it was it wasn't making me feel good. It wasn't making anyone else in my family feel good. And I thought, holy moly, what am I going to do? And I decided from that time on that I was really going to be aware of sarcasm, you know, how I said things. And and I realized that it hurt a lot of people's feelings. And I never realized that before until the conflict started getting worse But, you know, the other thing I did is I turned to God and I asked and I pleaded with God for help because I knew I couldn't do this on my own. And I almost felt like it was just like my DNA, you know, and but it wasn't good. I didn't want it anymore, but I was just struggling to let it go and not do it. And, you know, we all have weaknesses and this is one of my weaknesses And I wanted to become a different person. I wanted to become better. I wanted to let it go. And I wanted to become a better version of myself. But it was really, really hard. It took years and a lot of prayers and asking God for help in order for me to let it go and to stop doing that, to stop being so sarcastic. And I realized that that sarcasm was also... It was also a way to mask how I felt about myself about my intellect because I was comparing myself to my family you know who were really intellectually smart and they did well so it was also a mask and this was with a lot of studying about myself and asking God for help and understanding about why I was doing this. But sarcasm was a mask and it was something that I did without realizing it because I realized later that I didn't feel smart like my family. And I don't know if they even realized that at this point in time. But, And I was also being sarcastic to make my family think that I was smart too, just like them. And so when you really dig down deep, on this quest to you know become a, a better version of yourself you know you really have to dig deep and look at all of the things that are happening underneath all of this and that's what I did I just started doing that I started to just dig deep even though it was painful it was really really painful to realize that I was doing this because of not feeling smart like my family but I'm so glad that, you know, God helped me to understand what was happening. And it was a long journey. It was many, many years before I could actually finally just let it go. Because, you know, letting go, like I mentioned in the beginning, is so hard. I held on to that sarcasm like it was my life vest and my best friend, which it was just causing me more problems than it was anything else. It was not my best friend and it sure wasn't a life fest because I was sinking really quickly. And, you know, when you have family and marriage problems or any relationship problem, you'll start to understand that, you know, those things you think are helping you are not. They're just dragging you down and and sometimes it drags you down really quickly. But, you know, think about this you know, we are thinkers. We think a lot. We have our own conversations with ourselves. And most of the time, conversations aren't good. They do not help us whatsoever. But think about it. How do you become a better version of yourself? You know, basically, I I have to say that it's about letting go of all the things that are not working, things that are not right that you do and things that you know, you do unconsciously and I hope my example of my sarcasm helped you because, you know, we're all going to struggle with different things and that's just part of life. And when we have these struggles and we work through them, we become such a great person after that. We, when we can let go of the things that aren't working and that are hurting us and hurting our family and loved ones. You know, we become such an amazing human being. We just become a better version of ourselves and we come become a better version in what God has intended us to become. So look at what you're doing from a totally different perspective. You know, take a step back and look at yourself from maybe your family's point of view. You know, like how are they viewing you And if you're not able to come from that perspective of maybe how your family views you, because you know, not all family members will view you in a good light. I just have to say the truth here. You know, ask your best friend or ask someone that you trust to help you see yourself at a different perspective and what they see you and what you're doing and how they view you. Because your friends you know if they're your best friends they will be honest with you if they really love you and we do need help but also pray and ask God for help too because God always knows who you are because he created you and he has a better view of what you can become than you have than you do for yourself so you know do all these things because you do have worth and value and I want you to be able to enjoy your life and feel joy but sometimes you know the things that we do that we don't realize don't allow joy in so take this time and you know work on becoming a better version of yourself because it'll make you feel happy and joyous and you know your family will start to notice it too and who doesn't want family harmony right I mean, I do. It's difficult because everybody has their own personalities and they have their own struggles. But do this for yourself because you only have control of yourself. You do not have control of anyone else. Even though you think you do, you can only change yourself. You only have control of yourself. So do this for yourself today. And thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you listening. And I do have personal coaching available. If you want to work with me, send me an email, send it to aloha at com. I would love to help you and we can dive deep into your challenges and your struggles and your goals, especially if you have goals that you want to achieve next year. now is a good time to get started on working on goals and, and even the challenges that you have. Sometimes you need Somebody to hold your hand or to help walk you through it or to be somebody that you can be accountable to because the struggle is real. But if you're ready, you let me know, you send me an email, and you know, let's get started. And please share this podcast with anyone who you know would get great value out of listening to it, especially if you know that they're thinking about starting their own business. Or even if they're not, there's still great value that I share in each episode that can bring value to women, even if they aren't interested in starting their own business. And please rate and review this podcast. I would appreciate it. And thank you so much. I hope you have a great day. Aloha.